just smile at somebody and thank them for being in the house of the Lord. Would you do that? About a, about a week ago, Daddy got to wanting a banana split. So him and Bill was eating out that day. So they go to the Dairy Queen. They had everything except the bananas. Daddy said, we can't eat here. So they didn't have to order in. He told him, he said, just tell them, cancel it, drive on. They went to a Sonic. They didn't have no bananas. I think they went about four places. Time Bill and Daddy got talking about that banana split, I was wanting one. I hope I can preach good enough tonight. I hope the Lord will anoint me, be kind to me. That what I preach for tonight, that you'll want what I want to talk about tonight. Lord, I just, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The Lord's been kind today. I have a pastor friend out of the area facing a, a crisis moment today. And the Lord came through and turned some major things. So the Lord has answered prayer today. And what happened today was an answer to prayer. It was... You had to know the way it turned for this dear pastor. God answered. If I could just let the Bible talk to you for a few minutes now. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, Brother Elijah, Mr. Elijah, man of God, all the miracles you saw, all the power of God you experienced. Tell me, how did you find him? Tell me, tell me. Tell me, what was your experience? And Elijah began to talk. 1 Kings 19 and 12. And after the earthquake of fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle. And he went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice on him and says, What dost thou hear, Elijah? Elijah, you sought him in the earthquake. You looked for him in the fire, but you found him in a still, small voice. Jeremiah, you told me. In Jeremiah 29, 13, sir, you told me. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. You shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. About, about I guess about 39 years ago, before I married Sheila, I would, I'd been out going preaching and I made, made friends with an elder couple, brother and sister Edwards. They had, they had personal friends of Jack Cole and A.A. Allen. They attended all their meetings. They were from that. They said they literally saw the presence of God and the power of God and the manifestations of God in Tommy Hicks's services and different ones. And little, little sister Edwards, her little body got frail and she wasn't able to leave the house. And when I was in town sometime in between my evangelizing back then, it was about 882, I guess I'd go visit her. And I will never forget that day I went and knocked on her little door and, and, and she couldn't get out of her chair and she hollered, come in. And I went in and I remember the little crocheted shawl over her knee and she said brother Wynn how you been doing she said tell me about your meeting I prayed for you a lot and I told her about my little meeting and I told her about what the Lord had done and I said sister Edwards how are you and with a smile on her face she held up her revival she said I've been spending some time with brother Jeremiah and he wasn't a story it wasn't a book he was just as real to her as, as, as you are to me hallelujah hallelujah this we, we, we've got to pray Ann and Charles Charles has had a 
had a had a doctor's report. We just got to pray. But I spent time with him, went in, in his home Thursday, and I spent time with him. And I said, Charles, how you doing? And in the same town, just a street down, uh, 39 years later, he said, oh, Brother Wynn, he said, I've been spending time with Jeremiah today. And it was just the same, same spirit, the same presence. God, I don't want this to be a book to me. Make yourself real to me. Would somebody say that out loud? Lord, don't let it be just a book. Make yours, reveal yourself to me. Let me know you. Let, let, let me know you. Jeremiah told me, he said, Jeremiah 29, 13, and you shall seek me and you'll find me. Would you search for me with all your heart? Would you turn around and just tell somebody, pray for me that I want the Lord with all my heart? Would you ask somebody in this service tonight, would you say a prayer for me that I would want him with all of my heart? I don't want to kind of want him and sort of want him. I want to be desperate for him. I want to yearn for him. King David said as the heart pan after the water brook so thirsteth my soul after thee O God. I long for you. I yearn for you. Jacob, Jacob had married his dream. Jacob has been blessed. He's got flocks. He's got herds. He's got camel, sheep, and oxen. He's, he's been blessed. God has had mercy on him. He's given him victory time after time. But there's a time in his life. It's not, it's not a Rachel he wants. It's not a, a herd of flock he wants. I hear him crying out how Laban's treated him and mistreated him. And God shows him what to do. And God blesses him and raises him up. It's not things he wants. He's crying out, I, I, I want you to bless me. And Jacob was left alone. Do you ever talk to God when you're alone? Do you ever yearn for God when you're alone? I don't want to be somebody that just holds Sheila's hand in the crowd or around church. I want to hold her hand when it's nobody but me and her. I want to be kind. when it's just, Do you ever want God when there's nobody around to impress? Do you, do you ever want God when nobody's watching? Do you ever long for God? Hallelujah. I, I, I'm not going to be a long time tonight but somebody ought to stand to your feet and say I just want him I just want him I mean nothing else is going to satisfy me let him have it all let him have it all that's okay that's well and good I'm a little old Caleb and I'm a little old Joshua if you want to I know he promised us this 40 years ago he said we can have it and if you want it you can have it but 40 years ago I've been here 40 years ago my feet walked through this if, if, if it be okay. Give me Yonder's Mountain where I've never been. Why don't somebody cry? God, give me something new I've never had. Let me go somewhere I've never been. Let me taste in something I've never tasted. Let me have an experience in you that I've never known. I, I, I'm not going to let you go till you bless me. Hallelujah. I've read and studied on this for over 40 years and something I just just love. So Moses, he saw, he saw signs and wonders and miracles. He saw the power of laying a rod down and become a serpent. He saw the power of the Red Sea rolling back. He saw the power of God drowning his enemies. He saw, he saw all this. He, he saw manna fall from heaven. Now he's with a stiff and a, uh, just a, a rebellious people. And they don't want to go with God. And God said, if you're not going to go with me, I'm not going with you. 
But I'm not a God that revoked my word and I told you you could have the land, go and have it, but I'm not having with you. And Moses said, God, if you don't go, I'm not going. It's not things I want, it's your presence. It's not lands and houses I want. I want your presence. I want you, I want your presence. And if you're not going, I know I fought Pharaohs for the last 40 years, and I know I spent another 40 years in the wilderness, but God, I, and I know my life's been rough, and I know they've tried to kill me, and they've tried to drown me, and I know they've tried to disqualify me, but God, I've had a rough life, and now you tell me I can have an easy life, but if you don't go, I'm not going. I don't want nothing. I, I don't want nothing that you can't go with me. Hallelujah. Well, what do you want? Well, I'll tell you what I want in Exodus 33, 18. I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I'll make all my goodness pass before thee. And I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And I'll be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I'll show mercy on whom I'll show mercy. And he said, thou cannot see my flat face for... No man shall see my face and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by side by, by me. And thou shalt stand upon a rock. And how many know that rock is Christ? And it shall come to pass when my glory passes by that I'll put thee in a cliff of the rock and I'll cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I'll take away my hand. I'm going to move my hand and thou shalt see my back parts and my hinder parts and my face shall not be seen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So the so the, this, this spirit of this great big God Moses is up on this rock he gets in the cliff to the rock God reaches before him and he puts his hand so Moses can't see it he keeps his hands there and then when God passes Moses he begins to move his hand and Moses sticks his head out and what did he see did he see a tall God or a short God a slim God or a wide God what did he see uh, uh, what did he see you know what he saw hallelujah Jesus you know what he saw he saw eternity hallelujah and when he saw the hinder parts of God he didn't see revelations he saw Genesis 1 there was nobody there in Genesis 1 and 1 when the spirit of God moved across the face of the deep but that's what Moses saw when he saw the hinder parts of God he saw what God hallelujah he saw what God did away back there and he began to write Genesis 1 and 1 and the spirit of God moved across the face of the deep and he looked a little closer and he saw the hinder parts of God and he he saw day two. He saw where God divided the waters above from the waters that were beneath and he began to ride. And he saw the hinder parts of God. And he saw day three where God made the palm tree begin to grow. And the oak tree and the lily of the field and the rose of Sharon. He saw the hinder parts of God. Then Moses looked and he saw day four. Hallelujah. He saw where God made a greater light to rule the day. And God made a lesser light to rule the night. Somebody told me, said, Brother win. Do you honestly believe God can heal a cancer? I said, I honestly believe he can. I said, he said, let there be light. And his word shone for three days. He didn't even make the sun and the moon till the fourth day. God just said, let there be light. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to just say amen. Somebody ought to praise him out loud. And on the fourth day, he made a greater light to rule the day and a lesser light to rule the night. Nobody was there except God and that which was with him. But somebody wrote about it. I'm pretty sure it was when Moses saw the hinder parts of God. Moses saw day five when God made the fish begin to swim and the birds begin to fly. 
God saw, and Moses saw day six. Hallelujah. When God made the cattle and the beast of the field and the creeping things. And then God just quit talking and he leaned over and he started creating. And he picked up some dirt. Hallelujah. Seems to me as I read, he'd made everything else by his word. But he said, I'm not going to make a man in my image just by, just by speaking to him. I'm going to create him. I'm going to mold him with my own hands. But when I get through molding him, he's not going to have no life in him, friend. Hallelujah miracle that we're in a little church in the woods and it's a pretty building but without the presence of God it's just a form Adam laid there he was just an empty shell he was just an empty form but that great big God that I want to know leaned over him and when God leaned over him God breathed into him and when God breathed into him the breath of life he became a living soul hallelujah I'm glad it's more than just getting sorry and repent of my sins I'm glad glad it's more than just feeling conviction. I'm glad that same God still breathes on us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Moses saw day seven when God rested and he wrote about it. Elijah had a visit from heaven, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thyself by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook that I commanded the ravens to feed thee. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, and the word of the Lord. And the word of the Lord. I, I, I wish I could make somebody, as Daddy Bill talked about that banana split, I wish I could make somebody hungry for God. I, I, I just want a new experience. I just want to know you. I, 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 don't, I don't want to know you 12 years ago or 20 years ago. Or I want to know you tonight. Hallelujah. I don't want my best memories to be way back there. I want my best memories of being Jesus to be today. I want my most exciting moment with being Jesus. Jesus to be now. Hezekiah, Isaiah, tell me about your experience with the Lord. Isaiah said, well, the Lord sent me that. Hezekiah said, you're not going to live. And you know that man? He said, "If, if Isaiah could talk to me, I wonder if he'd say, Brother Wynn, do you understand that a man can move God? Do you understand that prayer can move God? I was there. The Lord told me, go tell him he's going to die and he's not going to live. You know what that man did? That man turned his face to the wall and he began to weep and he began to repent and he began to pray. He said, Lord, I walked before he would begin to remind God somebody ought to do it right now. And he said, he said, Brother Wynn, could I tell you before I got out of that court, that same voice that told me to go tell him he's going to die and not live, that same voice came back and said, tell him. You go tell him. He's touched me. Go tell him I'm moved by the feelings of his firmity. You go tell him I'm broken and a contrite spirit. I will not despise you. Tell him I'm the good shepherd and my little sheep has moved me. You go tell him I love him and he's got my attention. You go tell him the storm was raging and I was on board and he woke me up. He woke me up. Tell him I'm going to turn it around. Tell him I'm going to add 15 years to his life. Hallelujah. 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 Ezekiel, talk to me, Ezekiel. 
And it came, Ezekiel 3.16, it came to pass at the end of seven days, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Son of man, I've made thee a watchman. Betty, we've talked about this over and over. Word. I've made thee a watchman to the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word of my mouth and give them warning for me. The word of the Lord came again unto me saying, the word of the Lord came again. This is over and over. I find this. Listen to this. I find this 47 times. I counted it. The other night in Ezekiel, the word of the Lord came unto me saying. Find it again in 37, 15, but you'll find it 47 times. If God will speak to Jonah the second time after the way he messed up, don't you know God wants to speak to you? If God, if God will speak to a man, you go to Nineveh and this man will ignore it. And this man will take his money, pull out his savings out of the bank, go buy a ticket the opposite way, go the opposite way, try to forget, sleep and forget God, gets thrown over ship. Don't you know if God will talk to the man that messed up like that? Don't you know if somebody get hungry in here tonight, you can hear the voice of God? Don't you know? If somebody get thirsty, don't you know? He would rid the heavens and he would come down and he would talk to me and you. The word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach the preaching that I bid thee. And the Lord visited Sarah. Hallelujah. 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 And the Lord visited Sarah. Genesis 21 1, 1 Samuel 2 21. And the Lord visited Hannah. And the Lord visited. And the Lord visited. I, and the Lord visited. You're so kind to be here on a Tuesday night. But I wish you'd forget me and everybody around you. And I wish somebody cried, Lord, would you visit me? If you had visited Sarah. And if you'd visit a Hannah, would you pass by? Would you come into my little prayer closet? When I'm riding down the road and it's just me and you, would you just step into the vehicle and would you visit me? I've had chill bumps and I've had touches and stirs, but I really want to know you. I really want to know you. Exodus 24, 12, And the word of the Lord came unto Moses, Come up to me unto the mount. Lord, I feel it this afternoon. I feel you pulling somebody up a little higher. Whatever it takes for my will to break, Lord, draw me closer to thee. Revelations 4 and 1. After this, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heavens and the first voice which I heard was, this was a trumpet talking with me which said, come up hither and I'll show thee things that must be hereafter. I've loved this. I've read this. But after doing a study, just a few weeks ago on the Isle of Patmos, it's changed my outlook on John. The Isle of Patmos wasn't Hawaii or the beautiful shores of Jamaica. It wasn't some, some uh, Pacific beautiful island or some uh, 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 beautiful place of vacation. The Isle of Patmos was the most horrible prison in the whole world at that time. It was the most horrible of horrible Men that admitted the most horrible crimes were sent. They, they, was, they, was, they say there was murders continually among the prisoners. 
There was beating and mistreating continually among the prisoners. And, and I, I know we're having such a good service, I don't want to run it. But I get to mully grubs if I have a few bad days. God, what, what's going on? Where you at? Here's a man at 90-some years old, close to daddy's age. 90-some years old that's given his whole life to the work of God. They don't give him the keys to the city. They don't hang his picture in the hallway. They boil him in oil, poke out his eyes, and put him on an island with horrible criminals. And in that time, he keeps his mind. This is what's got me tore up. This is what's got me under conviction. In the middle of this, he keeps his mind so clear that he hears a voice come up higher. God's not going to call somebody up higher unless there's something in them that's wanting him. So in the middle of all he's been through, somebody ought to stump your feet and say, devil, it ain't nothing that I'm going through compared to what some of these soldiers. You watch me get back up, devil. You watch me get my love for God. You watch me yearn for him and long for him. I, I, I've only did this about twice, but I'm just going to preach a few more minutes. Would you just stand to your feet and just, just, just begin to reach for the Lord? I have a wonderful book library. I've collected my, my, my sermon, my old books, my commentaries. I've collected them for over 40 years. I have, I have just about all the healing evangelists of the 40s. I have almost every book that Jack Cole ever wrote. His daughter came by and heard about our church, came by and visited us, and I showed her my collection, and I had two books that she'd never even knew about. I have, I have most of A.A. Outland's books. I have, think I have just about every one of his magazines from about early 50s on into the 60s. I have, I have books by Gail Jackson and Raymond T. Ritchie and Mildred Wicks and Gordon Lindsay. I have autographed books out of the 50s of Oral Roberts. They, uh, a friend gave them to me in Alabama. They had it autographed back in the 50s in his meeting. I have books of most of the 17, 1800 reformers. I've, I've read all of John and Charles Wesley, George Whitfield, David Brennard, of the early revivalists. I love to read about Charles Finney, D.L. Moody, and Charles Spurgeon. I got their books I've read, I've studied. I love to read about how God visited each one one-on-one. I love it. But there's a cry inside of me, Mr. Finney, you had your experience. I want mine. Mr. Moody, you met him. And Charles Spurgeon and David Brainerd and George... Quit feeling Charles and John West. You knew him. I want to know him. There's a cry inside of me tonight. And I wish I could talk about it. Make somebody hungry in here tonight. I wish I wish I could stir somebody watching my internet tonight. That you'd make up your mind. I'm not going to be silent. I'm going to be like that little blind man by the wayside. They said, hold your peace, Anthony. You're, you're doing good. The ministry's going. Everything's going good. Why don't you just calm down and just kind of enjoy the ride? I can't enjoy the ride. There's more where this came from. I can't be silent. There's a cry inside of me. There's a hunger inside of me. There's a desire. But I want to know him. I want to know him. I want to know him. Thank you, sir, for your experience. It strengthens me. It pushes me. It challenges me. There are seasons it's even carried me. But, sir, if you don't mind, would you move over? I want to know him for myself. Hallelujah. Lazarus, Lazarus, I heard he raised you from the dead. And then, Mr. Blindman, yes, he opened your blind eyes. But if you don't, Oh, my, I want to see him for myself. 
I want to hear his voice. I want to feel his touch. Hallelujah. If you want to come to these altars or bow your head or stand or kneel, but would you go into prayer right now? Would you ask him? Would somebody cry out, oh God, I want to leave this service with a new desire. I want to leave this service with a new hunger. I want to know this Jesus who takes a basket of fish and loaves and he feeds 4,000. I want to know him who walks on water. I want to know him. I want to sit at his feet. I want to hear his heart beat. I want to feel his touch. I want to hear his voice. John 12, 21. There came forth to Philip which was Bethesda. And they desired him, said, Sir, we would see Jesus. Young people, moms and daddies, I, I want you to see Jesus. I want you to hear Jesus. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. They shall be filled. Hallelujah. Would you lift your little voice in here tonight? Would you cry out, Lord, I, I want a new hunger. I can't be satisfied. I'll not be satisfied. I'll not quit. I'll not stop. Mitchell, go ahead, son. Pray, moms and daddies, pray. I, 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 I feel that same tug that the old prophets of yesteryears felt. I, I feel the Lord said, I want somebody to want me. I want somebody to desire me. I want somebody to long for me. I want somebody to thirst for me. I want somebody that wants to hear my voice and feel my touch. I want somebody that wants, that's willing to go a little further. Oh, Lord, I can't stop where I am. I must go a little farther. I can't, I can't, I can't stay here. Hallelujah. Water that quits running becomes stagnant. Muscles that quit moving, they, they lose, they lose their life, they become still. Oh God, I don't want a stagnant walk with you. I, I, I want the water to flow in. I want the glory of God to flow out. I want the presence of God. I, I want to I want to experience you. I want to hear you. I want to know you. Would somebody lift your voice? That somebody just had a breakthrough. Somebody just broke through in this service right now. Somebody, somebody by internet, lift your voice in your little home and begin to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, it's not things we're asking for. And little Olivia needs a miracle. And Linda needs a miracle. And Charles desperate. We got to have a miracle. And yet it's not even things we'd ask for tonight, Lord. That I may know you. That I may get closer to you. That my life might be alive. That I might be pleasing to you.